Seltzer. Da 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 da. Hello everyone, my name is Max McGillivray from Beanstalk Global. Today is Friday in the end of May and thank the Lord we've had some rain. So we've got some happy farmers out there and what a crazy world we are in in the UK and uh, international agriculture at the, at the moment. But we always like it like a challenge. And on that side of liking a challenge, uh, we're here to promote live on LinkedIn, live on Facebook, live on uh, Twitter, live on YouTube, and also on our podcast series. We're here to promote hashtag Agri Leadership Week 2022. This is an inspirational campaign set up by a number of groups that have come together to promote the ag leadership element that we'll just come on to a little bit later. There's one thing I've learned over the last couple of years in our sector, whilst we've gone through everything that we've gone through and yet more to come, collaboration. Uh, we all need to collaborate to create the success that we want individually and for the success of the sectors. So Agri-Leadership Week 2022. Um, I'm just gonna read my notes because my uh, my 16 year old has nicked my auto uh, prompter uh, for his own TikTok account. So excuse me for reading um, on, a, on a whiteboard behind. The cross-organizational campaign to raise awareness of leadership training across the agricultural career spectrum is taking place between the 16th to the 20th of May, 2022. The hashtag Agri-Leadership Agri Week is back. And the Ag Leadership Consortium, the ALC, who we will, we will discuss in detail a little bit later and the various groups within it, um, have done an amazing job to create and promote the initiative for yet another year. The purpose of the week is to promote the importance of leadership to develop businesses and organizations and to motivate people working in the agri-food sectors. The week highlights opportunities for those engaged in agriculture and food to develop their professional management and leadership skills at whatever stage they are in their careers. But we have no surprise to many of you that our industry lags some way behind its peers in terms of leadership development and investment in leadership training. And hashtag agri-leadership agri week um, aims to promote the importance of leadership in successful business organization and team development from the small family farm to the large corporate agribusiness. In a 21st century knowledge-based economy, attracting and retaining the most talented human capital to our industry is fundamental. So that's why we need to get behind Agri-Leadership Week, not just for the week, for the year and for the years ongoing. So what we need to do is just to emphasize um, the, the importance of this and to bring in some key individuals who've been instrumental behind Ag, Ag Leadership Week, but also for us to learn from what they've learned in, in the sectors and how they're looking to develop themselves and also their teams around them. So on that basis, can I call in all of our experts, please? Let's see who we've got to got today. So if everyone can turn on their, their videos. And so we're just going to run around um, everyone in, in no particular order. Let, let's go with, uh, with Chris first. Chris, say hello to everyone. Hi, guys. Uh, Chris, uh, who, who are you and where do you come from? So I'm Chris Taylor. I'm, I'm an agronomist in Monmouthshire. Excellent. Okay, oh, oh, let's, let's just, uh, Chris, how, it's a serious question. How the crop, how's crop looking at the moment? Yeah, very good. As you said earlier, desperately needed that rain. So a lot of potential here now with, with good prices. Excellent. And you've got happy farmers on your books? Hope so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever is there a happy farmer, it's either too wet or too dry, but generally uh, we're all happy. Uh, Christine, who are you and where are you from today? Who are you representing today? Um, I, I'm representing quite a few things. Uh, I, as I, I chair it, so that's one of they're one of the supporters of the program. I'm a member of the Worshipful Company of Farmers, who sponsors some great leadership courses. 
but I'm also a trustee of the Farmers Club Charitable Trust, who put quite a lot of funding up this week. Uh, so I, I'm involved in this with lots with lots of hats on. Um, and in your background, you've seen that the training and development um, element has been so important for the businesses that you've either been in or or and represent. I, I think uh, people sometimes forget I actually never started in the in the farming industry, and it was quite normal in all the businesses I used to work in, whether it be with, with, with Coates or with Mars Confectionery, Vodafone, that people just went on training courses. And it's almost like every time you did your annual appraisal, you were talking about what's the development and how are you keeping my career moving and what training am I going to do? And I felt that's something that we're, we're not very good at in the farming industry. And Co-op farms, I very much tried to bring that in and discovered all sorts of fantastic courses. We had people, we had people doing Nuffields, we had people on the Frank Arden Scholarship. Um, we also found the John Edgar Trust, found the Duchy of Cornwall. I, everywhere I looked, there were fantastic courses for me to put people on. And uh, really, this week is about promoting all of the courses together. So everybody that's doing leadership is working together to promote it. And as I'm sure Mark from AHDB will tell you that the stats on the amount of people who do leadership training in our industry is appalling. Yes, yes, but we can change that. Mark, over to you. Who are you? Who are you representing? What, why are you involved in Ag Leadership Week, please? So I'm Mark Campbell from, from AHDB and I look after our AgriLeader programme, uh, which is our leadership and management offer uh, to levy payers. And I suppose we at AHDB, we've been one of the partners that have helped steer, steer this. And I suppose, like Christine says, the... the which uh, the old proverb, which um, if you if you walk alone, you walk fast, but if you walk together, you walk far. And that's the kind of the aim of this this consortium, this group is to is to share the journey and, and to promote um, to promote the development in leadership and management um, wider. And, and Mark, it just shows how successful the, the group is because you've had uh, two, three, four new uh, businesses come, come in to, to look to assist this year. Yeah, no, we've tried to grow. We've tried to grow the um, grow the consortium, and we've had um, several new. Uh, the Oxford Farming Conference have joined us, um, as well as the Farmers Weekly, and and, and then the NFU just to, to help and support and, and to promote that that message wider to get involved. Yeah, the, the, thank you, Mark. There's a, there's a real momentum uh, building, and in some respects, we even need more PR. Anyone here got a PR background, Kendra? I might have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> who, who who are you? Who do you represent, please? Uh, so I'm Kendra Hall. I'm calling in from Salisbury in South Wiltshire. Um, I'm a 2022 Nuffield Scholar and a member of the Oxford Farming Conference Inspire program. Mm. Uh, and in my day job, I work in agricultural PR communications for Reverberate PR. Okay, and just get, give us a little bit more information about Reverberate. Um, do, do, do they, what, 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 what gigs, have, what, what conferences, what events have you, have you assisted with recently, please? Yeah, uh, so we're a specialist agri-food PR specialist PR agency. Um, we work with stakeholders up and down the supply chain from dairy to beef to arable. Um, most recently, um, we helped out with the Lama Show, which we're very pleased to say was a good success um, after being moved back for so many years after COVID. So that's been really fun. Um, we also work with, I mean, we work with... Um, feed suppliers and milk processors and work with all sorts of organizations so every day is different excellent and uh, I've, I've got to ask this because the the, uh, the the team love us uh, joking joke around a little bit with everyone are you excited uh, Kendra about uh, it being top top gun uh, being being launched this week next week are you excited about of course I am of course yeah, I am I'm... my husband's a pilot so it's a part of the obligation <laughs> and, and, and so the question is oh you just fallen into my trap uh, what's the core sign of your husband he, he being a professional pilot 
Oh, well, he wishes he was Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just goose. Watch me. Watch me go down and smoke. Right. Who have we got next? Will, who are you? Who are you representing, please? Hi, I'm Will Oliver, and I'm a fourth generation family farm from Leicestershire. So just representing myself, basically, I suppose. Excellent. Tell us about your farm and tell us about your Rhodesian Ridgeback outside, please. Oh, uh, yeah. So family farm. 2,000 acres arable. We've also got a state-of-the-art broiler unit and wow. quite a nice little glamping business as well. Oh, have you? Who came up with the glamping idea? Um, it was just on a farm that we took on last year, and so we run it as a family. Uh, it's like six safari tents with roll-top baths and hot tubs. Yeah, it's oh, fantastic. Nice. Right, we'll, we'll we'll be we'll be with you by seven o'clock tonight, as long as you've got the uh, as long as, as long as you've got the heated pool. Um, yeah, we'll, put we'll up get... it, I'll be there. Excellent. And, and, and Will, just for just out of curiosity, you could have gone off to do anything. You could have gone off into sports. You could have gone into a corporate life uh, within 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 the city. You could have uh, traveled um, um, overseas. Why? Why did you why did you go back into the farm? Did did you did, did you feel pressure to come back into the farm? Or if we cut you in half, do, do you read farming? Do you read agriculture? Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, I've never been pressured to come back into the farm, but it's always been there it was it was never an, an option not to come back to the farm in terms of my what I wanted so you grow up on it it's where you live and work and it is a, a lifestyle rather than just a job and they say that you should uh, enjoy if you can enjoy work life's a lot easier and I, I definitely enjoy work so yeah excellent and that's one thing we'll, we'll come on to I expect in a little bit is that um uh, could, could we accuse agriculture of being a, a little bit um, siloed? That if you look, look at the likes of Harper, Science, Sester, Reading, Rittle, other universities that are available, that, that it does seem to be the, the entry of um, students coming coming in do some to, do seem to come from the farming community. And if we could do more to get more urban um, younger individuals to come in to understand, well, how exciting, how how brilliant a life it is to be within agriculture and to be trained up uh, within it. I, to me, that's another um, element for Ag Leadership Week that I'd really be keen to achieve, to, to gain that attraction as well as um, training everyone up um, uh, within us. So, well, thank you. So, so Lisa, we've we've um, we've left you to the end in the hope that your internet has uh, has uh, sorted a, a little bit. Lisa, over to you. Who are you and who are you representing, please? And Lisa, I'm the Farmers uh, Club Charitable Trust. Um... Keep going. It's still not good. I'm really sorry. Don't, don't worry. I, I tell you what, Lisa, why, why didn't you have another go at, at, at uh, just uh, uh, switching your internet on, on and off, everyone? You know the jeopardy. We've all been here with uh, Zoom and uh, team meetings as, uh, as, as things uh, uh, come, come and go. So, so, so Lisa, we'll, we're still with you and we'll, we'll just see, see how your internet um, sh shakes out. So, guys, let's go get okay. into, the, let's go into the nuts and bolts of um, um, Ag Leadership Week. Mark, can, can we just go into a little bit more detail as to who are the groups who, who are the Ag uh, Leadership Consortium behind it? Because we need to promote them um, because they're, they're taking time out of their, their busy work schedules to um, take a sort of an unpaid role to promote the sector. Who else is involved, please, Mark? So the main partners who are in the group are the Nuffield Farming Scholarship, uh, the Institute of Agricultural Managers, um, the Management De Development Scheme, MDS, uh, that Christine represents, uh, the Farmers Club Charitable Trust, the Worshipful Company of Farmers, the Institute of Agriculture and Horticulture, TIA, 
uh, and the Oxford Farming Conference uh, under the Inspire programme. Excellent. Um, and Mark, with your eclectic And us, of course. And the AH <laughs> uh, Mark, with your eclectic background of, of farming, of um, uh, lectureship, lectureship at the likes of Plumpton, and now your commercial role within the AHDB, do, do you do you recognise this this um, this lack of training and development in, in this in the sector, or do you think it's a, a case by case basis? What what do you think? No, I think the world that is Mark and my my personal opinion as an industry, we're pretty good about developing technically. Where the issue lies, uh, and we confirmed this last year with a piece of research that we did called the Bridging the Gap Report, is that the industry massively lacks in terms of the, the development of their leadership and management. Um, the figure that we're bound around is 0.34% of, of people involved in UK agriculture actually participate on an annual basis in developing their leadership and management skills. And again, um, the world that is Mark Campbell, I truly believe that the, the challenges that are facing the industry currently and are coming down the track, the kitchen sink, the garden shed are being chucked at us. Are the, the one uh, common denominator between that is people and developing your leadership and management is going to be one of those solutions uh, to actually overcoming these challenges uh, uh, moving forward. Excellent. So let's look at some, um, uh, not, not try to uh, create a specialty here, but let's look at uh, just Will and Chris um, initially. Um, Will, Chris, training development, for your development in your roles, do you see that as an a very important aspect to further your career? Or is it just something that you look at that you peruse that on a Friday afternoon? Chris, you go first. Yeah, no, it's, it's been very, uh, very important for me. I'm, I'm actually not from a family farm or from a farming background at all. So um, fringe of a city uh, when I was brought up. Um, Harper Adams grad with Will, actually. Um, yeah, and CPD has been very important for me to probably get over that, um, I suppose, what you call imposter syndrome of, wow. of coming into the industry. Uh, it's been, been very important for me to get to where I am at the moment and it never stops, hopefully. Excellent. Uh, Will? Um, yeah, I'd say like professional professional development is crucial to me as it's a way of getting off farm and getting out of my comfort zone. Um, bringing new ideas back to the family business, networking, it's all, it all comes together and it's actually very important to get out of your comfort zone, meet new people and just don't be afraid to try these courses and different things because there's so many out there and they're, they're all unique in their own way and they all add value. Um, yeah, that's well, well said. Well, um, and we'll be interested to see what you think. Um, that I, I speak to a number of people who've gone on a number of these courses, and that the course content is very important, but it's actually the, the networking element at the bar, other locations are available, that you suddenly find out that these people are, who are sort of non conflicting with you, but they've got the same issues. And actually, a lot of people got the, the, the potential solutions because they've been there. Uh, before you a year a couple of years before uh, so they so they know what the problems are and they could sort of advise you are you seeing the same thing it's not just the course content it's the networking it's the it's the, it's the conversations that you're having as part of the, that course structure yeah definitely and um, like just yesterday i came back from brussels went with the nfu serial development program 15 of us and we've started yeah a whale of a time learning and making friends so yeah Excellent. And just just um, just so we can get an understanding, uh, Will, for your, the courses that you're doing, um, who instigated it? Who said we'll go on this course? Was that you you yourself, um, or did you have a mentor? Did you have a um, someone within 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 the family that said, "Will, you need to go do this"? What was the catalyst, please? Uh, yeah, no, it's definitely off my own back. But it's it's like I said, it's just nice to get off farm, but it's still it's still work. So you can yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, just yeah, meet new people and just like I say, get out of your comfort zone. Okay, and the family, the the business endorse that. They, yeah, they... yeah, yeah, definitely. And I would I would encourage my my younger brother or anyone within the business to to get out there and keep learning. Yeah, excellent, Kendra Nuffield. Why? <laughs> what a question, Max. I'm. <laughs> um, I think I've I've worked with Nuffield in my professional position um, for a while and. As part of that, I was able to actually see firsthand the impact that that experience had on the scholars who went through it. Um, I think kind of going off of what Chris said earlier, I come from a rural but non-farming background. I'm also from the US, so I came into this industry about four years ago. And what I was really looking for was a community and a place to expand my horizons and really get to know this industry on a really intimate level. Um, and, and that is where the true value of the programs that I've been involved with have been, has been in the people and the connections and the, and the friendships. Um, it's really given me a lot of confidence and that confidence to really step outside of my comfort zone when it comes to my career. Excellent. And for those that aren't immediately associated with the, the, the ag sector or dialing in from, from overseas, just give us the elevator pitch for Nuffield, please. Right. Okay. So um, the Nuffield Farming Scholarships Trust, uh, it's international. They have about 10 countries that they're involved in, but I'm obviously going through the UK program. Um, it's basically a bursary that's given to aspiring leaders or promising individuals within the agricultural sector and affiliated industries. Um, and you get a bursary to go travel the world and speak to experts on a topic that you're really passionate about. And the whole idea is you go and you speak to these people and you get their experiences and you bring all of that knowledge that you've gained back to UK agriculture and share that with the rest of the industry. Would you recommend it? Absolutely, 100%, yeah. So, so Christine, just with um, Kendra, with Chris and um, with Will and Mark, um, we, would, we would look like, like the sector is in safe hands, but why have we got this fundamental issue of lack of uh, training and development within the ag agri-food sectors, do you think within the UK, Christine? Well, we're not short of courses to do. There's mm. a huge amount of opportunity, and that's what all of our businesses are actually coming together to say, we've got this, we've got that, we've got the other. And, uh, you know, even with um, Farmers Club Charitable Trust, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that Lisa would have said that we've actually got £40,000 of grants and we're giving them away in one, uh, anything between one and £2,000 for people who just say, actually, I'd quite like to go and see what they're doing in broiler chickens in Holland or, well, you know, just, to, just somebody to say, I'd want to go and learn something. We're just trying to encourage people. But I think there's this, first of all, a lot of people don't think they're leaders. They think that leaders are running big corporations. And I would say that a one-man business is actually going to benefit from going on a leadership programme as well. Because everybody has interactions with other people and how you work with other people and how you, uh, how, you, how you encourage other people is all terribly important, even if they're not your employees. So I would say everyone's a leader. So don't let anybody think my business is too small. I don't need, you know, I can't do leadership training. And the other thing is that nobody has got time for training. You've just got to tell yourself it's important and I'm going to make the time and it's going to be absolute hell in the week before you go and it's going to be hell in the week when you come back. But the, what you will learn on it will make you so much better at your job and will pay for itself. I think, I think Mark, you put up one of these figures, every pound you spend on training, you get 13 pounds of benefit. You almost think, well, how can you afford not to go and be trained? So everybody is a leader. Everybody will learn something. And there's a huge range of courses from the MDS, which is a two-year training program where we'll take somebody straight out of university with no knowledge of our 
food and farming industry at all and take them through a program which will then put them on two years work experience with qualifications to go into as a career and right at the other end we've got something like our snapshot studies when someone says can I have a thousand pounds to go and go and visit visit a few farms somewhere else and learn something yes yeah, so, so, so we've, we've got all these courses um available whether it be uh Nuffield or um the, the, the likes of the snapshot bursary offer that's that's coming through from from, from Lisa so, so the issue is we we are there are some businesses or and individuals who just aren't looking to engage in training development. Mark, help me, because you and I have talked about this on other broadcasts that I always roll out my example of Cranfield University have this great graph that showed that those companies that invest in training development have better profitability, better increased turnover and better staff re retention. Um, but then, Mark, why do some businesses not get it that there are these courses and the, in some respects the free money to to uh, put people on the courses? Mark, why do, why do some businesses not just don't grasp that? Or I answer that question before I get sued. We mustn't forget in terms of partners as the Farmers Weekly, um, the, the Rural Agricultural Universities and also the NFU. Um, as as key partners within this organization. Um, don't worry, they'll come after me, not you. Not, that's all good. But in terms of that, the answer to that question, I think, uh, like I said, the the industry is facing huge amounts of challenges. And the point Christine made about people don't believe that they lead uh, their leaders, which everyone leads and manages on a day to day basis, whether it's the apprentice uh, within the business and whether or whether it's the actually the owner operator. We all lead and manage on a day to day basis. And I think. Um, with that connotation that, that we don't believe that we're leaders and with the challenges that are facing, I just feel that this, this kind of subject and this kind of element drops down the priority list. Um, and then because of the time factor, it, it, it never actually happens. And what we want to try and do with Agro-Leadership Week and, and bringing together all the, all the, the various organisations and the various courses, there's so much out there that to raise that awareness and to give people the opportunity to actually make that first step and that intention. Excellent. So um, I'm just going to pull uh, on our younger generation again. Uh, Kendra, Will, Chris, if, if you were at a farming conference, so, so let's go for um, one of the one of the key partners involved with this. Say there's a joint conference with the with the NFU and the the the, the fantastic um, Farmers Weekly, and you had an opportunity to talk to those 500 uh, people there, and half of them aren't really engaged with uh, with training and development. What would you say um, to, to, to those individuals that you've got them for, for, for a few minutes? What would you say to really pump up their tires as to why they need to engage with the likes of Agri-Leadership Week, with training development to make their farming businesses or their supply businesses better? How would you engage with them in, in that format? Come on, Will, over to you first. I think, I think like what was said earlier about the £13, £1 of training makes you £13. If you put a monetary value on it, um, that makes people's heads turn, yes. but, or, but also, so that's a good starting point. But people, if people, you can't force people to do it. If they want to better themselves and improve themselves, but it, they won't take much persuading. And if you just put, if you put, put it out there like we are doing this week and so forth, I think people will engage in it. Because most young farmers that I come across with, come across, they all want to get better and improve themselves. Um, yeah. And I'm sure like Chris would, would agree, we were at Harper together and then, and we always stumble across other people who are in our year at Harper doing similar things. Yeah, Kendra, go on, you've got the stage. You're in front of these 500 farmers. What would you say? I think I would actually turn the question around and ask people to give me a really good reason why they wouldn't do something like this. Because to me, you have everything to gain. And 
I can't think of one thing that you have to lose by going for one of these programs. There's such a wide range of them available um, for people at various places in their careers or the resources that they have available to them. Um, yeah, I just don't see why you wouldn't. Yeah, well done. Uh, no pressure, Chris. Yeah, I think, I think we've got some real challenges as an industry coming up and, and it's about being collaborative and, and innovative and, and working together to get over these challenges, not considering other farmers as your competition. It's, it's, a, it's that collaborative approach. I think that's really important uh, going forward. Excellent. So what, what do we want to see from Ag Leadership Week? Um, I, I always give the example of the engineering sector. Um, and you'll probably start to see it now, now that I've talked about it. But every year they, they come out with a campaign um, as to why uh, the um, uh, younger generation should look at engineering as a, as a career focused path and why they should go to university to or, or do an apprenticeship on, on engineering. And they bring out um, a, a young man and a young lady and they always uh, deploy themselves at um, uh, a Christie like this, at someone like McLaren or Rolls-Royce engines. Um, and it, it really gets the interest, but we don't have anything like that within agriculture. Or we do because we do now within Ag, uh, the Ag Leadership Week. Chris, Christine, you've you've been out of sector now in sector, and you've you're incredibly worldly wise with the work that you've done within government and within within business. What what is the magic dust here to get this sector more excited about training and development? I think to communicate what our industry is. Um, I'm sick to death of people having um, television adverts with farmers. Um, you know, almost, I mean, I think I've seen within the last within the last five years with farmers with uh, uh, string tied around their trousers to stop the rats running up um, and, you know, chewing a piece of straw. And you just think we just need to promote technology in our industry and the massive range of jobs. And we need PR people. We need human resources people. We need accountants. You know, it's not just the, the, the farmers and the agronomists that we need. It, the range of our industry is enormous. And I don't think we really got together as an industry to promote what it is that we do and I think even with MDS we you know when we do careers fairs when we do the virtual ones we sort of sit there and nobody comes into our room and um, when we go to the physical fairs and we've got this massive backdrop of fresh produce and farms and stuff like that and people come and say well what's all this about we say well it's the food industry well oh well I'm not a farmer you don't need to be a farmer you can come into the industry and we we get people with bioarchaeology and uh, and music production and geography degrees coming and joining us and, and I think and we we're not very you know it's so difficult to promote our sector but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't and it doesn't help when we're we are very often portrayed as rather backward um, and, and Christine Mark Lisa myself we've attended so many meetings over the last 20 25 years on on this subject I just I, because we've got this uh, amazing opportunity with um, with Kendra, Will, um, and Chris, guys, what what do you think is the solution? We've tried for twenty years to increase the awareness of of the opportunities and the training um, um, uh, ability within within the sector. What do you think is the is the magic dust to to make this sector even more attractive, Kendra? Well, I think honestly, it's about going to where the people are that we want to attract. Um, I think it's about getting really engaging people with engaging stories in front of students that are not from rural areas that are from maybe minority backgrounds. It's about going to where those people are rather than expecting them to come to us. Okay, Will. I think historically in our industry, people have been afraid to get off farm. They, they would see that as I'm not working if I if I leave the farm. So and and they have to work 
every hour under the sun. And it's getting away from that mentality. Pull yourself away from the farm, go away. Some of these courses are a few nights or they might be for a week, but you come back and you, you were, you're almost like got a fresh start again. And it just gives you a, a new lease of life and you can put so much more energy into your business or into your job and you'll benefit so much from just getting away for a few days. Excellent. Chris? I think it's about having um, role models to sort of look at and, and examples, of, as Kendra said, perhaps, where people have come into the industry and gone through schemes like MDS, or I was fortunate enough to go to the Co-op Farms Management Scheme, oh, did you? which Christine was involved in, um, and uh, it, it sets you up you know, for the rest of your life, really. It's, it's about giving people those, those examples and, and um, showing them what can be done, given the right training. Excellent. Can I, can I just say something next? I just wanted to say that we've, we've really got to big ourselves up about what we can do with sustainability. It is absolutely key for the generation that are at university at the moment. They're all worrying about whether there's going to be a planet there for themselves, let alone their grandchildren. And I think talking about the role that farming's got to play in, in sustainability, the role that technology's got to have in farmers, and the fact that we need leaders and we need people who think outside the box and are different our ways of actually attracting people. But as Kendra was saying, we've got to get in front of these people and get the messages out, which works when we go to careers fairs. But if you, but getting people coming to us is actually really hard. We've got to put ourselves out there to these people. Yeah, and I've just had a WhatsApp from an individual saying, Max, talk about the positives and uh, name, name the context of, of this. I, I do think we're in an amazing spot at the moment because there's a lot of people over the last couple of years who now want to have a, a, a role, a career that is not involving commuting into to London and flogging insurance um, or um, other, other, other roles available, but to be involved in the countryside, whether that be on a, on a pure farming basis or on a services basis, and you, you might not earn the money that you did in the, in the city, but by correctly, you're going to be a lot more happy than, than you would be being a ghost on a train for um, a collective four or five hours a day. So I think we're seeing a number of people coming into, into the sector and they're very peaked in the interest, as, uh, as Christine just said, around the sustainability element. So actually to come into a sector and to do good is another advantage. I think the sector is definitely coming to us on that basis. Mark, do you agree? I think I think you're right. It's all about telling that story and, and providing that opportunity because um, people and societies' lives. I look at my children and my son in terms of what they want out of life and where they want to go. And and Will's very very right. I'm uh, for me as an individual, I'm complete townie. I'm the old one out in my family. I, I, I wanted to milk cows. My brothers and my father are all precision engineers, um, which I did go down the engineering route, but then reverted back because I wanted to milk cows. But it was that I was the odd one out. I was the one, I just had a passion, but I was the odd one out in terms of my, my, my philosophy, but I could see what the industry could offer. I didn't yeah. want to work um, in an office, but um, breaking those barriers in terms of that the industry doesn't have to work 120 hours a week. Uh, yeah. And it's not just about the straw hat and the piece of straw and sticking around, hand up the back end of a cow like James Herriot. Yeah. It's such, there's so many opportunities out there which will meet that sustainability piece and how, and, and help solve the, the, the various challenges that, that face us ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm smiling like a Cheshire cat at this end. Uh, Jeremy, I can't, I can't read your, uh, your details in, in full, but there's a lovely guy called Jeremy Gibbs who uh, looks to um, uh, train uh, ex-military people to come into, into the ag sectors. 
Um, you think of the, the, uh, the, the folk in the military, some of them have had hundreds of thousands of pounds of training development poured into them and to bring them into, into the sector, either into uh, mainstream farming um, or the um, supply side. There's so many opportunities. Can you imagine having someone like that from the forces in, in your business and how they could um, positive, positively um, develop your business to, to the next right. stage? Go, Christine. You, 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 I've, got, I've got to say that MDS has just expanded itself out of just recruiting graduates. We're also now looking for non-graduates with people maybe on second careers and we've got a particular focus on ex-military. So someone who's been through the military, we will take them in, into, uh, uh, um, into MDS. They will get four, six-month experience in our food industry anywhere, anywhere across it, you know, from farming through to retail. And uh, we'll, tr we'll train them on operations and processes generally because they've already got leadership training. But if they haven't, we'll do the leadership training. But we're particularly trying to get people from ex-forces and train them up for our industry as well. Excellent. Jeremy, uh, look at MDS, Management Development Services, engage with Christine, engage with Kirsty, who's ha having a large coffee, um, which I'll be sharing with her with her later. Lisa, we've got to try you. We've got to try your internet. We've been missing you. Come on, Lisa, let's let's go for this. Let's 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 do a sound test. Lisa, are you with us? Is the internet working? Let's let's get it now. I, I hope so. I hope so. It's, be like it's better. The floor is yours. Go for it. <laughs> and it's not working <laughs> Lisa, oh, it's, it's, we'll get we'll get there we're gonna we're gonna have someone for, to, to cover for, for you for you and if that doesn't work you and i are going to do an individual broadcast on this with you because this is so important we need to get your your message over right everyone i'm going to set you a challenge um, with my, with my recruitment hats on yesterday i presented um, a shortlist for a farm manager role that i'm work, working on uh, for, for a client um, and that client um, stated to me um, that they're really keen to get this new farm manager in but they don't know how to engage with training training and development for for them and their business and this is a, a sort of a fairly standard farm is it 2,000 um, hectares of, of, of heavy land I employ uh, three four people on a full-time basis um, number of casuals a couple of uh, of the of the um, family involved with the business so they don't know how to engage with, the, with training development. So I'm just going to run around you with this, uh, this, this, uh, this scenario to see how you would um, go, go about that. So, so Mark, let's start with you. So you've got this farm who's in, engaged, wants to go down the training development route, but doesn't know where to start. It's been a bit dyslexic about the whole thing. Mark, what would your advice be to them, please? Uh, I suppose there's, there's one or two things. Um, firstly, talk, talk farmers learn most from farmers. So talk to fellow farmers around the area that you know that have got some kind of training and development package or, or are investing in training within their staff to find out how they did it. On the other side, I'll talk to the team, find out what they want to do and what they need to do, other than the kind of core legislative stuff like first aid and health and safety, which is hugely important, but find out from the team what they actually, where they want to progress themselves and where they see themselves in the business. Yeah, that's a fantastic idea because actually the, the answers are quite often with the team, aren't they? You, you could be very prescriptive and say, uh, right, you're going off to do a software course. But no, no, actually, um, uh, uh, John, Dick, Fred, Harry, Michelle, I want to do a I want to do my PA1. I want to do my PA2. I want to be better, better myself. Chris, what would your advice be in that scenario, please? Yeah, I think, I think Mark's right. You've got to ask the individual and there's not one you know, one uh, sort of solution for everyone. It's it's working out what people want to improve on, what they're lacking or what they feel they're lacking confidence in and really focusing on that, um, you know, bringing them up to a, a, a level they're comfortable with. 
Excellent. Kendra. Well, I, I would echo exactly what Mark and Chris have said, but I think in addition to that, there's a lot of really good information on the internet about different training programs that are available. I know um, AHDB has a page on their agri-leadership website that links over to kind of an outline of all of the different programs that are in the industry and just reading through and trying to get information and speak to people who have done them and find out what they've benefited from. Um, there's just a lot of information out there and you just need to get through it. Excellent. And there's a bit of a sideways question uh, that, that's just in. Um, Kendra, with the, your Nuffield scholarship, was your work okay for you to take time out of work for you to engage with Nuffield? Yes, they were. Um, my reverberate and my Phil Gibson has been massively supportive um, of me going through this. It's obviously a huge commitment as far as time goes, but I think he sees the value that I can then bring back to yeah. our company through the experiences that I have. Um, so yes, they've been hugely supportive. Yeah, and, the, and, the, and the, on WhatsApp, uh, they said, is Phil the, the tall, good looking one? Well, <laughs> that one. I'm not gonna answer that no, question. No. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly moving on. Will, what, what would you do with that, that, that scenario? You must see this with, uh, with local farmers uh, to, to, to you. And, you. and Will, you might actually look to, to lead those farmers. Come on, let's yeah. do some, engage with your team. You could do so much, what, what, what would you do? I would, I would do baby steps. So if someone is reluctant to learn maybe and go off farm, you could do something simple like start a discussion group with your local farmers. I um, oh, love it. Yeah, just something simple, get the ball rolling. And then like, it, and it depends on what they're, what they've already got. And then there's things like basis and facts, which are, can really push their career on. And, um, and then you just go from there. But I just, yeah, you've got to, every individual is different. Every course is different and you've got to meet their needs. But I think little discussion groups, WhatsApp groups with other growers, there's lots of oh, things you can do out there just to engage with other farmers. I love that 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 baby steps uh, analogy. Uh, Christine, you've you just put up a, a, a website. Do you want to just um, shout that out, please? Yeah, well, through the Royal, Royal Agricultural Society's awards, they've got a leadership tab and they've got this uh, tab, What's Right For Me? And it tells you all about the individual courses and what they do, <clears throat> how much time commitment they are, which will help people see at what stage they are. And so this is something we've all put together to try and signpost people. And I believe that TIA are going to try and do something eventually when, when they've got their website set up so people can easily find which course actually is right for them. But I also wanted to say that please, please don't be put off by money. Some of these courses are, you know, five, six thousand pounds. There are a huge number of grants. And if you go through, I mean, Worshipful Company of Farmers is one of the, the um, bodies that actually gives people grants to go on courses. But if you find a course you want and approach them, they will help you from, get, find a sponsor for it. Um, a lot of the Nuffield ones are sponsored, I think, Kendra, aren't they? But please don't get put off by the money. Find the course that's right for you, then, then fight for it and, and you'll probably find a way to do it. And, and just to, go, Kendra, go, Kendra. I was just going to clarify with Nuffield, it's a completely fully funded program. So there are no upfront costs for anyone who, who gets one. Yeah. Okay. Can, can old, old gits like me and uh, Mark go on it? Uh, I think there is an age limit of 43, if I'm That's correct. That's fine. Mark, Mark, we're in. <laughs> I'm in still. <laughs> but, then there is the, but then there is the Frank Arden Trust. You know, the, every time you look, you find that there's a solution. You have to ask three different people but you will find something if you if you if you're determined enough to do it there's a course for you yes i, ju I just wanted to do nuffield to, to enjoy the parties um, but that is part <laughs> of the nuffield i don't want to uh, mark just can we just re-emphasize re this point that the 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 bit i get like i did yesterday was what's this going to cost me and it's like ah 
ROI, return of investment. You've just invested 400,000 on a blinky great big new combine, uh, which is going to sit idle for nine months of the year. If you invest in a team member, and if it costs 5,000, 10,000, but it gives you back 40, 50, 60,000, and you get to retain uh, Johnny or, or, uh, or Lucinda um, because they're, they're, they're really happy to have that, that training. It's good, you're going to have them for the long term. So it's no win. Mark, can you just reiterate that figure that you stated earlier about, um, um, about that, that, the money element of, of training within the sector? Yeah, so I think the, 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 the one pound investment in, in terms of a 13 pound return referred to, so the programme that Will sat on, which is our AHDB professional management development scheme, um, was we, where we evaluated to see where the return on because because like like Will said and like everyone said if you've got a monetary value on there it, it does help the uh, the intention to actually take that step uh, and, and join onto the program so uh, yeah yeah that it, it, it's well worth well worth making that step uh, uh, with the benefit to the business but also the 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 other benefits like the networking and the, the connection with other people. Goes with that saying. So, so anyone listening who's worried, who's an employer or, or for themselves, who's worried about taking time out of the business, it's you need to, you need to develop your yourself. Short-term pain, long-term gain through the through the likes of engaging with um, Ag Leadership Week. Mm. So we've, we've heard through the powers that be that Lisa's internet is all fixed and that she's coming in She's only 40 minutes behind the rest of us, not through her fault, through the fault of the, of the internet. So let's try this. Lisa Turner, who are you? Who are you representing? Right, okay. After missing so much, I hope I can catch up here. Right, so um, my name is Lisa Turner. I am the ambassador for the Farmers Club Charitable Trust. Um, my day job, I do some agricultural consultancy work. Um, I've got a bed and breakfast at home. So yeah, always busy. Um, so. I'm not sure how much Christine's covered on the snapshot studies uh, initiative from the Farmers Club Trust, but I think that's really important to get over today um, is the, the Farmers Club Charitable Trust is celebrating its 40th year. And um, as part of that, it's offering £40,000 worth of snapshot study funding wow. for um, anybody within the agricultural industry or allied industries to apply for um, and we've had different themes each day of the week of Agri-Leadership Week. Um, so there is a really broad scope of topics and themes to, um, to apply for. Um, the applications have been open since the 16th of May. Um, they close on the 27th of May. Um, quick turnaround on decisions by the wow. 10th of June. And then submissions by the 10th of September. Um, and... That can be a little bit discretionary if somebody wants to go on a course that's after that date or, or, or go in on event or anything. So that's a little bit discretionary. But, um, you know, the Farmers Club Trust are really dedicated to training and education within the sector. And I think this initiative just absolutely is fantastic. And Lisa, well, we've made it really easy to enter, haven't we? Just give us a one minute video. Um, of why you, why you want some money for something. And then obviously we have a page of, of, of your details. And then when you finished it, we asked you to do a three minute video of what you learned from. Yeah, that's absolutely right, Christine. Really easy and dead simple to complete and fill in. And I've already had quite a few applications. So just keep them coming in. It's fantastic. Excellent. Everyone, what a tour de force that was. That, that was worth 
for worth waiting 38 minutes for, <laughs> for, for you to, to come in and basically steal the show for the rest of us. Yes. That's it. And, and, and just in case I, I, I missed it, um, how can we how can we engage? How can we engage with that again, please? How can we find it on social media? Yeah. So if you follow the hashtag Agri Leadership Week, yep. or if you go directly to the Farmers Club Charitable Trust website at www.tfcct.co.uk, that has got a whole page full of information on there. We're on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, you will find us, I'm sure. If not, just contact me directly and I can point you in the right direction. Excellent. Well, well done. Uh, brilliant to, 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 to get you in. That, that worked uh, re really well. And everyone, just as we're, we're starting to, to wrap up, um, I, I've just um, the, the team have just messaged me about use the Top Gun example. Uh, but coming back to Kendra, so Kendra, we're going to pull on this thread again. But, but it is it is in, in some ways a bit jingoistic, but but serious. That when Top Gun came out, Mark, when Mark, when was it? Twenty years ago? Thirty years ago? A bit longer than that, Max. <laughs> but, 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 but the reason to say that was that when Top Gun came out, the um, the US Navy saw a 230% um, application rate of people, no surprise, who wanted to become uh, Top Gun pilots. Um, so we need to get more people interested in becoming Top Gun pilots within the um, within within agriculture as a whole. Um, so um, the, the team want to know what your call sign is, is going to be when we when we wrap up. What's your call sign for you individually for Ag, Ag Leadership Week? And we're going to give Kendra, obviously, she's going to be mad uh, on, on that basis. So, so come on, everyone. What do we want to see? What's the success that we want to see from Ag Leadership Week, not just for 2022, but ongoing five years, 10 years out? Come on, Chris, let's start with you. What's the success that you want to see for this training and development ongoing within the ag sectors? Chris? I'd say for me, it's people um, that don't feel like they've got a place in the industry, having the confidence to come in and, and take advantage of all the roles that are available in this country. I think uh, it's a really exciting industry. Uh, some of that innovative thinking coming in and people that are, are not afraid to challenge the norm. Excellent. I've just had a message in from a, a contact of a, of a contact who's not in the sector. Can I engage with Chris? I want to find out more about agronomy because I want to get out of my dull career and I'd love to do something in agriculture. Can that person contact you, Chris? Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Fantastic. Crop, crop Walker Chris on Twitter. It's probably the easiest. Oh, Chris, just say that again. Bark it out. Crop Walker Chris on Twitter. Right. There you go. Quarter of a million followers in the next five minutes. <laughs> uh, Will, over to you. What's the success that you want to see? Um, I think. Ag leadership, it's, it really is going to start in the school at schools at that level. Um, if we can, yeah. if we can get it into that. They're the they're the future farmers and they're the future consumers. So that's where we we've got to really start and get it out, get the message out. What farming is, what we're doing. Like 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 it was mentioned earlier. There's accountants, there's financial advisors. If we're not just farmers, we're we've we've got a glamping business. We're doing different things every day, and it can be for anybody. So yeah, just keep positive and get the message out there and I also think to be more professional in what we do is important as well it's becoming a more professional industry and we need to be trained to be professional yeah well, well said and can we have the website for your clamp clamping uh, please uh, give that a big shout out if, if you google the dandelion hideaway and oh. um, yeah and we'll see you see you in the, the summer holidays Wow, what, what, a, what a great what a great name um, Ken, Kendra what's the success that you want to see for yourself for Reverberate, for Nuffield, and, and for all the other courses. Come on, what's the success, the success? Well, I think for me, like, I would just really like to know somewhere out there, there's 
at least one person that has seen the stuff, all the great stuff going on and hearing all the great conversations and just thinking about these sorts of opportunities a little bit differently and seeing them as being for them. Um, I guess just using myself and as, as an example, a year ago for the first year of Agri Leadership Week, I was thinking about applying for a Nuffield Farming Scholarship, but I thought, oh, I don't know, like I'm not really there in my career yet. I see all these people doing all these great things and I'm not really sure that's me. Um, and during Agri Leadership Week, there were a lot of people that I looked up to and thought were, of course they were leaders and they were talking about this thing called imposter syndrome, which is essentially this little voice in your head telling you that you're not good enough. Um, and I think just hearing them talk about that just made me see, oh yeah, that's what's going on in my head. And I do just need to push myself a little bit and step outside my comfort zone. So I think just look, now I'm a Nuffield Scholar and now I've done all these other great things in the meantime. And I just want, if we can do one person can change the way they think about all of this, I think that is a good thing. Yeah, everyone, I don't think Kendra suffers from imposter syndrome, do you? I don't think, I don't think, don't think she ever had. But Nuffield just needed to give you that, that nudge that, that competence and, and seeing you operate at, at Lama with the with the with the rest of your your crew you're you're just so on song just so that, that, oh, that, you. That, that's you and your business and Nuffield giving you giving you that competence so again another, another fantastic example of um of how that training development works uh, Lisa over to you what's the success that you want to see uh, for yourself your organisation from uh, the Ag Leadership Week ongoing yeah I, I think. Getting the snapshot studies out there is, is an absolutely amazing opportunity. Um, I think it's going to give people a real just little step on the step on the ladder. Um, it's going to give people that are not involved in agriculture, potentially the opportunity, those in food production or retail or processing. It's going to give them the opportunity to just have that little taste of that little feel and then hopefully take those big steps after that. Um, so yeah, I think it's amazing. Lisa, well done. You're amazing. Uh, Mark, uh, um, some, someone's just messaged me. Talk about Jamie's farm in respect of uh, uh, Will. Uh, so if you remember, Will was saying we've got to get into the, into the schools to do more. Mark, talk about Jamie's farm. Oh, so yeah, the broadcast with Jamie's farm is a fantastic charity, which um, without going into too much detail, um, think a little bit outside of the box and don't treat uh, individuals um, as one and take them out of the, the school setting and take them onto farm to to develop them and provide positivity. Um, it's those kind of those kind of initiatives that we probably need to be to be looking at. And, and I suppose for me, um, adding in to what Kendra said, which I completely agree with, we just want someone to make that intention to to do something and push themselves out of their comfort zone. Utilise the snapshot studies because we need to spend forty grand's worth of the farmers' cloud charitable trust money. It needs to be all gone by the end of the week. Um, um, but just for making people to just give it a go because we all manage and lead on a day-to-day -day basis and we are we need to develop that christine come on you're going to wrap up for us so, so just, go christine i think that agri leadership week is just one of the one of the things that we need to do to build the confidence of the whole industry and people wanting to come into the industry but if we just focus on on agri leadership week what do i want to what, what do we want to achieve from that do you know, I would like at the next meeting for us all to be wondering what we're going to do because we've been swamped with applicants. And what we don't want is to have lots of people applying and only one or two getting it. We're going to have to work out how do we expand the training even further in the industry? How do we pull down more money from the Farmers Club Charitable Trust? What, you know, I want to be swamped with applicants. And I promise you, if we're swamped with applicants, we will all look to expand the training available to people. And on that basis, are you... 
and the, the likes of Mark looking for more collaborations. So you look at these amazing companies. I'm just going to spotlight my, myself for, for, for what you oh, I can't do it. Um, oh, um, uh, you look at the, the amazing companies that, that are um, involved um, all, already. Um, do you are you looking for more companies to get involved, to collaborate with uh, with everyone else to be part of this partnership, Christine? They're welcome. I think we decided we didn't want to have too many people actively involved because you get too many cooks spoiling the broth. So we got people. We said, "Oh, please be associated with us. Please, please be associated with us." But uh, just, just we all just want to be pushing it and raising awareness of it, and you know, even just sort of retweeting all the time everything that's coming on. There's many organisations that can jump on the back of it and help us do that. The better. Okay, but but a big shout out for all of those partners behind me who've looked to collaborate to to create the success of Agri Leadership Week um, 2022. Mark, is, is there anything that you want to say more so with those those collaborations, those partners, please? No, I think definitely what uh, Christine says. Um, we've got a really good steering group that are steering the week. But anyone that likes to get involved, um, that are involved in this this arena, please do so. Uh, and the point that all the courses, um, well, not all the courses, all the courses we're aware of. Uh, within this arena are are listed on the Karis website um, under what's right for me to just try and again break a barrier to, to give the the individual the opportunity to see what's out there and what is the right program for them to sit on uh, and push themselves forward yeah and uh, just just to, to wrap up if you if you're engaged but you don't know quite how far to, to go or want to find out more information Kendra said as, as she stated have, have a look at um, online but the likes of the Lama show that she was uh, assisting with representing we've got some amazing shows coming up in the way of groundswell and, and cereals it's all coming towards you so go and uh, meet meet people in person um, and all of the the, the the folk that are on this broadcast today should be there as well and speaking on their behalf hope this is okay I'm sure they'd be very keen to engage with you if you want to find out more from them direct as to their journey how it's been a benefit to them and their business just put out your hand i'm sure they'd uh, look, look to engage with you so everyone as, as we wrap up let's <laughs> see if this works we need to know your call signs um, on, on, on the basis that we within with agri leadership week are going to duplicate the success of top gun but for agriculture but we all need a all need a call sign so we've already given kendra the call sign mav will what's your call sign going to be please oh you put me on the spot there oh, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't right. know now. I'm going to give you Ice Man, okay? Yeah. I was going to reserve that for Christine, but that's not Christine. Christine, come on. What's your call sign? I'll just be outsider, I think. Outsider, but looking in. She's that. Mark, over to you. Oh God, um, I've no idea. Cowman. Cowman. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, over to you. What's your call sign? Um, the first thing I look at is my little dog in the basket here, so I'm going to be named after her, Harper. Oh, excellent. And Chris, Chris has already gone. He's had enough. Chris, are you still there? No. Oh, oh, yeah, my, my, my camera's froze. Sorry, but uh, yes, no, no problem. So from the, the, the darkness of where you are, what's your call sign? This is going to be well, good. I, I was I was going to have to go with, uh, you know, uh, probably the fungi for, uh, you know, wanting the sort of health. There we are. Excellent. Well done. <laughs> Um, everyone, thank you for your, your time today. Everyone watching in uh, live on, on BSOC Global, we, we, can't, we can't reiterate this enough. It's so important, this whole element of Ag Leadership Week. It can really uh, assist the sector in some very turbulent times to make the sector even better for everyone. So engage with hashtag Agri Leadership Week 2022, not just for this week, but for ongoing, for, for, the, uh, for the long term. Thank you, everyone. You've all been brilliant. Uh, well, hopefully Christmas lights will turn on at some point in the future. Lisa, well, well done for getting your internet Thank sorted. You. Uh, will, go go walk your Rhodesian. Uh, Mark, uh, you, Mark, are you milking this weekend? No, not this weekend. I'm going to the rugby. Oh, Queen's Gloucester. <laughs> Excellent. Uh,
Kendra, thank you. We will see one of your shows that you're you're going to uh, be managing. Christine, I don't know how you do this. You, you you're juggling so many plates, but thank thank you for, for being on this and representing this whole sector so well. Everyone, thank you for your time. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.